0: Hi, welcome to another McLaren Fans podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Donnelly. Uh, back from holidays is our co-host, Sarah Merritt. Say hello, Sarah.
1: Hello, Sarah. Yes, I'm back from holiday. I even left England and went to Scotland, but I'm back again
0: now. Oh, right. A, a proper holiday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it felt like it, yeah. Did you miss me?
0: Um, you were replaced by a dog for a while.
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's some, some tweets people could make about that. <laughs> Who have we got this week then, Andy?
0: Um, we've got a returning guest star who's
2: been on the pod before, um, Andy Webb. Say hello, Andy. Hey, and a very good evening to everyone out there. And uh, thanks for having me back. This is quite a surprise, actually, after the uh, slating I got last time. I mean, <laughs> uh, the good feedback.
1: <laughs> Do you know what, Andy? As long as we can get a word in edgeways this time, it'll be great
2: you'll be fine. I've got my notes and I've got three words to say and then that's it.
1: Three words? Is that so we can find you on a map anywhere in the world?
2: McLaren's fan podcast. I wonder where that leaves us.
0: (laughs) Hopefully not to my house. (laughs) Everybody turn them outside. Um, Yeah, right. So, yeah, obviously we've just had the French Grand Prix. Um, Another sort of good weekend for McLaren, but before we get on to that, um, I just want to kind of touch on sort of one thing, which was the uh, Mansour OJ tributes that the team did, um, replacing the McLaren logos with, uh, with Mansour. And I believe his family were out there as well. Yeah. Um, and it was really quite uh, sort of touching to see them out there and what the team had done and everything for him. Um, obviously, because he was such a part of the actual team and history of McLaren um, you know he will be sorely missed but you know even as, as fans knew who he was he wasn't just a faceless shareholder of a conglomerate or anything else like that there in some other teams um, you know we he was very much a character around not just McLaren MTC but around races and you would see him there uh, every now and then um, so yeah so I just wanted to kind of touch on that first and um, get your 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 views on that.
1: Well, I think it was lovely. I think that it was totally fitting that the team made such an effort to 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 have tributes to to Mansa and his family being there, and the the team photo they lined up with the cars. I thought that was really good. I know a lot of people went to visit the sign over the weekend, and you were you were one of them, weren't you? Yes, I um, was, and
2: it was very poignant. Let me tell you
1: but but i saw the things the team were doing as a celebration of mansell's life his involvement and his love of motorsport um and i saw a lot of people taking sort of sad face selfies next to the sign but what was great about the things the team were doing out there was they were with his family and they were making it a celebration they were all you know happy to to be celebrating his life in that way because they knew that was something he'd have loved so uh so yeah, yeah, I thought it was it was really touching, and uh, I wish those caps were available to buy because I'd certainly buy them.
0: Well, you never know; maybe they'll they'll appear somewhere. Who knows?
1: Um, yeah.
0: So Sarah said that you went down to the to the sign, uh, Andy. Um, so nobody knows. There's a, there's a big sign outside of the, um, the MTC just outside the the roundabout, um, and yeah, you, you get a lot of fans just generally going past and stop and get their photos taken. Uh, outside the MTC with a big McLaren
1: sign that's... Um, which which traditionally used to turn red, didn't it? Rocket red, yes, it did. Rocket red, yeah, rocket red. So that that's was the thing, to see the sign well. red. Yes. But Andy, you actually went and, and saw the sign had been changed to, to say Mansour on the front instead of McLaren, hadn't it?
2: Yes. Um, and they, they decided to completely cover the sign so it wasn't just the name they completely covered it with the perfect um image really to allow everybody driving past to understand what he meant to the team um and i i I echo in what you said sarah he was huge in motorsport he was around at the very beginning he helped williams out he was a, a real gentleman of the sport and i'd like to add my condolences for the family and loved what the actual uh french grand prix organizers did as well they did a little piece about him and to to me that was it was a very touching thing and you're right there was a few sad faces at the sign i managed to put a little bit of a thumbs up and thank you for everything he did um and i feel that i've paid my respects nicely I, i i did feel it was important
0: good stuff good stuff right um We'll move on then. Um, so one of the things I also want to touch on is fan team kit. Now, I've seen over the last sort of uh, couple of weeks, maybe even months, that there's been various uh, things on Twitter of things happening with the kit and things peeling off it and things like that. And, yeah, there's, there is a little bit of a rumbling of, like, you know, how good is the kit? What's happening with it? Is there a fault with some of the printing techniques and things like that? Um, you know, I, I, I myself have had a, a polo shirt where the McLaren has started to peel off the back and bubble, um, which I kind of wouldn't expect after having something, you know, I've worn it about five or six times, I've washed it once and then it starts to bubble. So um, I'm
1: more worried about the fact you've worn it five or six times and only washed it once. But we'll cover that on a different podcast
0: yeah that's a different that's a totally different podcast uh, <laughs> yeah you
1: no, um, you andy there's there's been more and more tweets around this and and I know people have been contacting the McLaren fans podcast account and talking about it with you, haven't they
0: yeah yeah we've we've had a few we've had um you know a lot of it is just the way that it seems to have been printed, but for the price that we pay for some of this kit you'd expect it to last a little bit more. Um, you know, I think um, certainly going back to, you know, when we had Vodafone as a sponsor and things like that, at one point we had embroidered uh, logos on there and they, you know, they're they always going to last, but even the printed stuff back then was, you know, very good quality. Um, and is um, if you, if you're following us on Twitter um you can probably see Andy, who is wearing uh, one of the old shirts. Um,
2: and it's- He's
1: pointing at his nipples right now, but really it's the shirt he wants you to I, see.
2: Yeah, they're pecs, they're real pecs, let me tell you. <laughs> 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 Although I have slightly outgrown the shirt over the years, let me tell you that as well. <laughs> it's, it's funny sort-
1: you're wearing that one, Andy, because it's, I've got kit of that age that I thought was really good as well, you know. Obviously, no one collects more as much kit as Mr Donnelly. He's the kit expert, I think. He's got the wardrobes full of it. But I've got, I've got, I've got, got three got blue
0: the... Ikea bags in the loft full of kit. Of...
1: <laughs> Why are they in the loft? Um, but I've got the, you know, the 2011, the black team kit, and, and the one you're wearing there. I've got the, the sponsor T-shirts from around that time. They're all perfect, you know. So, yeah. It's gutting when you spend all your hard-earned cash on something that is the price of a footy shirt now. We are paying the price of a football shirt for our team tops. Yeah, and to everything's peeling pounds. off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. And, you know, if, if it just kind of looked like a one-off, I wouldn't be so concerned. But it's something that we you know, has been brought up over the last few years as well. It seems to be, um, you know, it seems to be the, the kind of stretchy material, seems to suffer the most but as you say sarah some of the t-shirt stuff's having the similar issues
1: yeah, um, yeah i've I seen mean... quite a few tweets from people that have said they've contacted McLaren's store and the feedback i got when they gave me a refund for my blue lando shirt recently was that they've spoken to mclaren um this is stitched by the way and that the issues have been addressed and will no longer occur going forward Um, and that's great to hear as long as that's the truth because we've brought up issues like this in previous seasons so this isn't this isn't the first time we've mentioned it
2: well I think as 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 fans and we are all fans and we all pay for our merchandise no matter whether you're a, a huge fan or a papaya plus member whatever you still have to pay for your merchandise and if you bought it from any other store, you will still be trying to guarantee a quality. And it's called fit for purpose. If you buy anything online, it must be fit for purpose. And that means if it's clothes, and it's allowed to be washable and has printing on it, it therefore must be of merchantable quality. That's what I hear from a lot of people. So you can't be fobbed off, I think is the word. We should be addressing it properly with the manufacturers, and getting it right. We are
1: McLaren. Yeah, yep. and I don't want to wear... Yeah, sorry, Andy, go
0: on. One thing I would say is that, you know, if you turn up, um, obviously not this year, we're not really going to races. Well, all, some of us go to Silverstone, I guess, but you turn up to a racetrack and your stuff looks tatty, other fans are going to look at it and go, well, I'm not going to buy some of that because the, the logos are peeling off or something like that.
1: That's what I was going to say, Andy. So Ah. we both spoke up at the same time with the same thought. It was psychic. I was going to say, we are McLaren. I don't want to wear a a peeling off crappy looking top that, that doesn't look good. You know, I want to be like Ron Dennis with the matching tiles in the MTC. I want to look pristine because that's what we are. We're known for attention to detail and perfection. Um so I don't wanna I don't want to counter that by wearing a, a top where the letters are peeling off.
2: And I think we've just been a little bit more careful. Um I was just looking at my latest shirt here, I've got it here. Um and it the way we try and wash these now, you're having to be uber careful with everything you do. Make sure it's inside out, make sure it's at 30 degrees, make sure it's this, that, and the other. It's a garment. It should be able to be washed, correct? Yep, yep, Yeah. Well, I would just say on that that the shirt that
0: you just shown there exactly is the one that I've got the issue with
1: that yes. I washed
0: at 30 degrees and I washed inside out. And it still happened? It still did it.
2: We really now, weird. Now,
0: it? I actually do have two of those Polish polo shirts and the other one hasn't done that yet. Yet. Maybe I've washed the wrong one.
2: Yet is, yeah, Exactly. Yet is the thing. you now <laughs> start to think. Well, well can we give, our, Am I can just we give our listeners yeah. any advice on that, Andy? What, what is your point of course? What have you done about it?
0: Um, so I've gone and sent an email to McLaren's store over the weekend to say, look, here's, here's the evidence, picture of it. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I ordered this when, when they came out. So I think we got them all in sort of mid-March um towards the end of March so it's really not that long ago you're talking two three months max um and just saying to them really I expect it to last a little bit longer um now so far I haven't had a reply granted it's only been a couple of days so you know let's see
1: I had a reply today um because my the lady I was speaking to so I filled out although I spoke to the Twitter team they advised me to go to the website and fill out the web form um, and I did that. Then, then I got an email from a lady ah. Stitch who asked me for photos. Is
0: that rather than the customer service email that I've used? Then maybe.
1: Yes, yes. So fill out the web form. Then I got an email back. She asked for the photos. I sent those to her. Then she told me that that if I was to be sent a replacement, it wouldn't be any better. Um. So That's she suggested a refund. See how there is it. She suggested a refund. And she said that in the meantime, they had spoken to McLaren and that these were going to be addressed going forward. They were very aware of it because it wasn't stitched. It was, it was McLaren that needed to deal with it. So there's a bit of buck passing there, but overall her customer service was good. Um, but I don't are want my money back. I want it to be right first time.
2: <laughs> are you saying, Sarah, that they're uh, stitched or fuel for fans who they are, they're actually only a warehouse stroke distributor, correct?
1: well i think they manufacture or involved in the manufacture of some certain tops and not others so i think you get different labels in your team kit and you can see some of it really is stitched some of it's mclaren themselves from a different source okay yeah so so the lando
0: norris hoodie that i've got on right now is made by stitched, and that's actually the hoodies are really quite nice quality and the print on it as well yeah i'm not i'm not worried about that coming off it feels really well done but yeah, the team kit with the stretchy stuff for me seems to be just
1: says Macla- just says McLaren in the back, doesn't it? Yeah. But Well, it says McLaren in the back until the first wash, and then that disappears.
0: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I and, I, so. and I think I think the thing is, we don't want the team to go, oh God, listen to this lot moaning again. We want them to get it right because we want to be proud of wearing our team kit to our races, yeah. don't we? You know, this is this is really an appeal for us to McLaren to say. We, we keep passing this feedback back to you. Please take it on board, because we want to look our best.
2: Completely. And we spend hundreds, not not yeah. just a tenner here and a tenner there. It's hundreds of pounds.
1: Do you think we've done this one to death now, then, guys?
2: Yeah, we have. Sorry about that.
1: I wouldn't want to be accused of being like Andy with his pit stop rants, you see. So I want to be a bit careful. Andy, are you on mute? He's not. He is. I can see it's muted in the corner of his screen. We'll carry on talking because Donald is on silent.
0: <laughs> right. I should be here now. Oh, <laughs> my damn, he's, that. Back. He's, he's
1: back. He's back. Sorry about he's that.
0: <laughs> you, you got rid of me for a few minutes.
1: It was just a, a comedy moment that, that people, if they saw a video, would laugh more at. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Um so, let's, so anyway. Yeah, let's move on
0: the race now. I'm, I'm going to pose a question to you guys, right? Ooh, ooh, which I want you to discuss. Mm. Was that McLaren's best race since pre-2014? Oh, I'm going to argue for it, right? Here's my points,
1: right? Yeah, go on, go
0: on. Yeah. We both cars looked like they had pace and could overtake. Hmm. Right. Yeah, we did split strategies, and both of them worked perfectly.
1: Is that luck, though?
0: Well, I always think strategies a little bit of luck, but it's always good. Yep, yeah. we looked good on the tires with the new pressures, and looked like yeah. we weren't suffering as much as other teams. Um, we had race pace, and we looked like we could overtake cars. In fact, I believe at one point. Um, Was it Lando that overtook two cars in the same sort of things of corners? That
1: was what he was following. He was following uh, Dan. Or should I say Darren? He was following (laughs) Darren through. Darren
0: Ricardo. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But if you were going to say what was our perfect race, given the current level of our car, level of drivers, I would have always said, right, if we can finish fifth and sixth comfortably, um, yeah, best of the rest. Best of the rest, without looking troubled, with dealing with everything in the race, and also, you know, looking like we were the, the, the real best of the rest. I'd say that was McLaren's best race.
1: Oh, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. That's a or toughie. around. Would you? How about this then? Would you swap fifth and sixth for one car on the podium? There's there's my my Uh, channel. So so when we've
0: had the podiums, right? Yep. We've always had another car further down in the points. That's fair enough.
1: Indeed, indeed, yes.
0: If we had, let's say we had the podium uh, for Carlos that we had in Monza. Yeah. Yeah. I believe he finished second, right? So I would have said if Lando had finished third then, I would have said, you know, you can't eclipse that. That would have been... The best race that we could have had. This, to me, felt like the best race we've had. Yes, we've had podiums, but they've always been one car doing really well. You know, we as a team. This is this is my argument for the best case. Okay. The best race that we've had. So, yes, feel free to argue against it. Let's
2: let's hear the point. Come on, in
1: Come on, let's well, see what you've got to say.
2: We've actually discussed this a, a couple of weeks ago about the gap between the first and second teams and then the best of the rest. And put it this way, and we said it a little bit this weekend in the French Grand Prix, if you watch the highlights back, um, and it was the Ferraris and um, the Aston Martins, Vettel was there. And you, what you've got to look at is the train behind The next slowest driver, and that happened to be Alonso at the time. Okay. Alonso really did help hold up um, Danny Rick. And what you need to find out is if the the first four, they usually disappear down the road. I think by the time we got to 17 laps, we were over 30 seconds behind the leader. Okay. That's what you got to work out. How are we best of the rest? Now, does that mean that we are half a second off in race pace? Therefore, we need a problem to happen up the front for us to move forward, okay? But whilst if we are fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever, as long as we're doing the same time as the leading pack and they're not getting a minute ahead or two minutes ahead and lapping us, therefore, we are actually the best of the rest. And I think Danny Rick had a phenomenal race. He really did. Okay, yes, Alonso held us up a lot and that dropped us behind Perez quite a lot. But I think with Lando staying out quite a bit longer on his tyres, I was very pleased with the strategy. And you've got to look at every race is just like that. With the hybrid era, we do get a 30 second gap where, let's say, Bottas can come in and then come back out in front of us. If, he, always, if,
1: he, if he'd have actually pitted, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. But
2: this, I don't know if you've always, we've always looked at that. And when we're discussing it as a group, when we watch it as a group race, it's the, it's the actual race pace that we have that drops that little field back the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, the 8th, the ninth. What a brilliant midfield battle it was, this race. And I think yes. McLaren got it spot on.
1: It was spot on. But do you describe McLaren's best race as the one where they scored the most points? Would you look at it that way? So if you come third and you're on the podium um, in third position, you get 15 points. Yesterday, they were fifth and sixth. So that's 10, 10 points and eight points. That's 18 points. So you could argue that's, that's more than uh, Lando being on the podium and Dan being out of the points. So would you say that's the way to define the best race so far? It's very interesting. We can argue this in many different ways, can't we? Well, we've
2: got a whole podcast to do it. So, well, I'd, I'd love this to be a little bit more interactive, where we were getting tweets at the same time, and then we could really open it up to the field. Well, and hopefully, yeah. when you're listening to this back, you can tweet us and give us your ideals. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely tweet.
0: So, I would, I would say, Sarah, I see, I see your point, but
1: I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. Isn't yeah, I yeah actually, absolutely. I,
0: I see your point. <laughs> But I would say that a fifth and sixth is much more of a consistent result than a third or a second with a yeah. ninth or a seventh.
1: That's very true, but there's no champagne for fifth or sixth, is there? And I think we need that sometimes. We no, need. You that can have husky
0: chocolate moment. instead.
1: Got it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, true. that's very got
2: true. It. I think we've got to look at the way uh, that Danny... Um, Danny Rick performed in this race because he's had a lot of criticism about not getting the car right over the and even the pundits on TV are always starting to look question mark how well Carlos has fitted into the Ferrari and how he's come up to speed very quickly. I believe this was Danny Rick's next step up.
1: Yes, agreed. Yeah, I Uh, think we'll see a much more aggressive one in Austria. Darren Ricardo.
2: Darren.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tom's never going to
2: let that down. Never let it down.
1: And certainly Darren Stanley's getting a few more followers on Twitter right now. If anyone hasn't found him yet, go and look for Darren Stanley with one R. Um, But what I would add, though, as well, is you just mentioned consistency then, Mr Donnelly. And consistency is a word that I'd like to use for Mr Norris right now. Points in every race this season, the only driver across the whole field that's not to be sniffed at, is it?
2: No, uh, what we've seven races in, seven races in, and had the most points, of course.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah,
2: he's
0: done fantastically well. I think he's um P4 in the Drivers' Championship, isn't he? Closely, uh, close yeah, so catching Perez again, yeah, 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 you know, fantastic for him, but I think you know, I think he's. Drove the drove the wheels off the car so far. I definitely feel like it's a car that he's enjoying. Yep. I'm hoping that that, um, that Darren is getting better and is going <laughs> to um, find it enjoyable. I've, I've got a feeling we'll see um, a different um, Danny Rick in Austria to what we saw earlier this season. Uh, I think, think you're right. Yeah, I think he'll be quite aggressive sending it. So we'll see. Lap,
2: last lap, Lando, we we'll we going to get? Are yeah.
1: we? I think also, if you uh, if you take a look at the F1 power rankings, Lando was sitting second after Baku, and obviously we haven't seen this one's results, this week's results. Sorry, on the F1 power rankings because they come out on Wednesday. I'd really like to see for the race for France where they've rated Dan against Lando, um, and and see how that looks. You know, I think I think it's. It's good. It's uh, It feels like a real turning point for it being about both drivers now, not, not just Lando. So that's that's really good.
2: Team Sport, we need that third place again. We're way up there. Well, we've got 110 points now, isn't it? 110, yeah, 110. Yeah. Already, seven races down, 110 points in the bag. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Ferrari have got 94, haven't they, Andy? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's that's brilliant.
0: Yeah, so... I think the, the, one, of, one of the other things there was, you said it was, you know, great sort of team effort. And I'd like to say, you know, it certainly was. You're looking at, um, I think we heard a few bits of radio and stuff like that. Um, but certainly when they brought in um, Darren to Pitt, um, uh, <laughs> it came across, you know, pit to overtake Gasly. And the undercut was so powerful this weekend. I mean, Crofty mm. was going mental because Crofty, Crofty just loves an undercut, doesn't he? So he does. Um, he does. You know. Um, yeah. So you know, I think the strategy side of it was really, really well done as well. I mean, I I felt Lando could have stayed out a little bit longer on those tires, maybe. And I think there's a lot of people who are actually thinking, what the hell are they doing bringing Lando in here and now? Well,
1: I I messaged you, didn't I, Andy, and said, oh, my God, what have they done? You know, they've left him out too long. Because with the undercut looking so bold and so successful, why would you do anything else? That's the bit I couldn't understand. But, as always, we must trust in Randy. He knows best. Um,
0: Absolutely. Well, he obviously knows better than us. So that's why. He can
1: can see all the data, not just the telly. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah. So one thing I do want to pick up on is, um, would you believe it, pit stops.
1: No, really? What? You don't want to very often.
0: Um, I just want to say they they were brilliant this weekend.
1: Hey! Yeah. I, I hear the McLaren pit team breathing a collective sigh of relief. Thank God! It doesn't matter how well we've done as long as we've pleased Andy Donnelly on the podcast. Doxy,
2: don't worry. We've we've silenced him at last, mate. Don't worry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Next next time I'm at a race, I'll be giving the crew a massive bag of Harry Ball. I think there you go. I think they deserve it the in of, the when you can get the McLaren fans podcast pit stop award.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant.
0: <laughs> um so I kind of my last point that I've got here on the French Grand Prix is the trophies. So
1: <laughs> oh, I I'm, like um
0: Yeah, I think I think there's a there's a Definitely split. They're definitely Marmite. I think some people love them. Some people hate them. Um, They are really, really, let's use the word unique. Yes. Um,
1: Very.
0: uh, But then again, I'd rather see something like that than some of the things that we've had in the past, some sponsor ones that are just sponsor logos and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, who just wants a boring old Heineken? You know, they all look the same. This one, you know it's France. You know yeah. it's the French Grand Prix because that's where they have collaborated with the artist who's made those. So, you know, it's uh, it's it's unique, but it's also a, a monumental thing to have in your trophy cabinet.
2: Yeah, delivered oh, by still... helicopter as well. Wow! I know. Come on! I'm still not sure
0: why the why it's got a gorilla on it, but somebody said that it's something to do with the track.
1: Something to do with the track.
0: Yeah, Paul Ricard
2: or something. The gorilla. Sarah's quickly googling uh, while, while I can, we I carry on. The, I can't remember the name of the artist, but I
1: can ask my mate Eric for you if you want. Right.
2: I do like the way when we're talking about the, the trophies. Is the constructors is um, blue, white, and red? The actual gorilla I'm talking about, and then the winner is white, and then the second place is blue, and the third place is red. It's just. Yes. Very cool idea because yeah, then like when they're one. all held together at the right time, it forms a flag. It it's there's some thought gone into it. Let me tell very you, three
1: colours, like like tricolor almost. No? Maybe yeah. maybe that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it got
0: me thinking about um you know uh we all have probably our own favourite trophy. I think mine's mine's uh, pretty obvious to my friends. There was a Donington uh, one, which was Sonic the Hedgehog. Hey, uh, yes. yeah. It's been found now. It's been found. I want to see it in person at some point. That's the goal. If you're listening, McLaren, just send it up here. I'll look after it. I'll put it on the chat.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I thought it'd actually been put in the glass cabinet since we've been on lockdown, hasn't it?
2: Has it? It has. Yeah. Has it? Yes. Right.
1: Andy, Andy doesn't quite remember his own name someday, so we'll just remind him of that. I yeah, do was... believe that after we tweeted Zach, it was added to the trophy cabinet. It's just that we've not been back to MTC.
0: Right. Okay. Right. I have to go and have a look. There's another reason
2: to go to McLaren then. It to the a virtual tour again. <laughs> virtual tour, please, McLaren.
1: Right. So <laughs> So on, the, the, artist, the artist who designed the, uh, the trophy was French sculptor Richard Orlinski. But I believe he's got other works around the track. So it's not just a gorilla, but there's a panther, a horse, a bear. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know why specifically the gorillas are on the podium, but, um, but he seems to do lots of work in that style. I did notice the Red Bull team actually having their team photo by, uh, by one of his, his pieces on uh, Ted's notebook right. last night, if you were watching right. that.
0: Right. If anyone out there knows why they are the trophies are gorillas, then give us a tweet. We'd love to know.
1: Thanks, I will I will message Eric and ask him if he can give me an explanation for the podcast. Right.
0: Um, just a final couple of points before we wrap up. Uh, I just want to kind of mention uh, a couple of IndyCar things. So um, we had a, since our last podcast, we had a win for Pato Award. Woo! Oh, an absolute drive that was. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, I can't remember what the circuit was. It was Drive America this weekend, wasn't it? Was it? Um, was it Detroit. that the weekend before? Detroit, Detroit, wasn't it? Detroit, that was it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, and I, I really enjoyed uh, watching them all getting that fountain for the photos.
2: <laughs> uh, it just shows a little bit of love and uh, some great some social media shots and some great memories yeah. to to do. And, uh, and they needed it to cool down after the race because it was very warm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, and also uh,
0: we had k back in the McLaren this weekend in
1: and leading, track. leading at leading some point. point yeah,
0: don't talk about his retirement mechanical, unfortunately. But yeah, um, yeah. You know, um, yeah. We hope Felix is back soon. But in the meantime, we we obviously wish k the best of luck. And it was quite interesting to see. Um, K Mag, Grosjon, and Ericsson all on the all on the grid. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, and then the last kind of little bit of news is um, uh, we're entering the extreme E. Is it next? Well Mexico? not us,
1: McLaren. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, all right, I've started building the car. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's sat in my garage right now, just you
2: know, plugged in the wall. I've got a bag of tools that I can help.
1: (laughs) I'm laughing at my (laughs) own joke.
0: Definitely, definitely well done, you. Um, So that's something to kind of look forward to um, sort of next year. Um, McLaren entering Extreme E, uh, not McLaren fans podcast, because I think
1: maybe we could get our name on the car.
0: Maybe. Let's see. Let's have a word with Zach. (laughs) (laughs) What are we? See, we can stretch the budget to 10 quid and uh, a packet of the Haribo for him.
2: Are you sponsored by Haribo, by any chance? Um, no, I do live near the factory, though. So if they you do want to drop some rounds, Not
1: sponsored. Addicted, but not sponsored. Yeah,
2: okay. Two different things completely. So, yeah, just <laughs> just quickly on the Extreme E, I think we should make some bold predictions. Maybe a driver coming from somewhere or... Mika uh, Hakkinen. Yeah, well, just that was my thought. That was my thought. <laughs> I mean, he looks,
1: yeah. he's fitter than ever. He's been doing his uh, hints of workout. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I, I do think he would be a prime prospect. Andy and I were chatting about this, and he suggested Jensen. But I reminded him that Jensen's already got his own team. He doesn't.
2: <laughs> he doesn't. Oh no, they come third last race, didn't they? they? They they got a podium last race.
1: He said they're doing a lot better now that he's stopped driving for them. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh, is ironic coming from him. But um, yeah, slight slight segue there. But I joined a motorsport dot com um, interview evening with Jensen recently, where he was asked about that, and he spoke about it, and also said he plans to do Le Mans in twenty twenty three. Oh go. wow! Yeah. Excellent.
0: Right, unfortunately, guys, that's all we've got time for this week.
1: That and, went um, quickly.
0: It, it did, it? yeah. Uh, just like chatting with your mates down the pub, but with less It's yeah. exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we'll obviously be back in a week's time. Um, thanks for joining us, Andy. Been
2: a pleasure You're as well. welcome. Thanks for having me back. I really enjoyed it. It's been a good good podcast tonight. Yeah, you can put your teeth back in soon. <laughs> uh, and, uh, the husky uh, chocolate yeah it's gone right to your head
0: um, and yeah thanks uh, again from me and from Sarah and we'll uh, be back next week